It's found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. And uh, I'd like to read that. And amen. I, I, I want to bring something, I guess, to you that is somewhat kind of fits, fits the occasion. Amen. Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, and I'll begin reading it. Verse number 1. Amen. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from the unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Now, I... I think that would fit right in, amen, as Paul was writing this back. He was not looking at the church, but he was he was writing this on paper and sending it back. And, of course, I know that some of you are hearing, amen, me today through the electronic means, but, uh, amen, those scriptures. But the first scripture, verse 13, will be my text and my main thought, amen, for this sermon. Be not... But ye brethren, be not weary in well-doing. Amen. Just don't, don't slack up. Just don't get give in or amen. Just don't get weary in well-doing. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Amen. Those that are present here. Amen today. Paul was writing to a church. Um, to cherish them and cheer them up, amen, in their times of struggle, in their times of, uh, of division, in, in times of, uh, of uh, upheaval in the church. Now, I will say that uh, this church was very, very young. Uh, you know, Paul was, had to flee from um, the driven out, should I say, from Philippi, and he came down to Thessalonica and uh, had a great move of the Spirit there, and and of course the, uh, the they rose up against him there and and uh, chased him out of town, and the church was just a few weeks or months old, and Paul went to Berea, and those same people came up to Berea and and run him out of Berea. He went to Athens. And uh, when when Timothy came to him in Athens, uh, he was uh, sent back and wanted to inquire of what's going on in the church of Thessalonica. I didn't get all my teaching there. I didn't get much time with them. I want to know what's going on. And when he got the word, he had to uh, find out. He found out that there was a lot of people that had, had taken over the church more or less and was bringing in some false doctrines and things. And so this is his sitting down and writing back to them. Amen. So uh, uh, we, uh, we do find the encounters we'll talk about just a little bit later on. But uh, the church was not very young. It was very young. In fact, uh, when you read these scriptures here in First and Second Thessalonians, both both verse chapters uh, in the in the book, um, when you read those, you will find that uh, that the church was not very old, and uh, Paul was. In fact, this was his first writings. You read the, uh, um, the the historical books of the Bible, you'll find that. Thessalonica, or Thessalonians, we call it, is uh, the uh, 
is the first books of the New Testament. And uh, Paul's writing back there because there's need for him to, to write to them. And, of course, he's writing back to those good folks that's uh, keeping the faith. Amen. And he says, don't get weary in your well-doing. You just keep on going. Amen. Because, praise God, there's, a, there's brighter days ahead. And, and uh, maybe we can say that, amen, here. Amen. If I read on in this latter chapter, he's about to close up the chapter. He read in verse 14, it says, and if any man obey not the words by this, by this epistle, note that man and have no company with him, amen, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Amen. So Paul was writing to the church and he was saying, now we're going to try to resolve these conflicts and we're going to try to, amen, some way get over the situation that's there and, uh, and we can, we can go, go on. But these are, these are people that we, we feel like that, amen, just needs a little boost right now and a little help and amen. So he wrote two passages of scripture here, First and Second Thessalonians, back to that. And he was writing back to, amen, writing back because of verses 11 and 12. So uh, if you, I'm just reading backwards here. For we heard that there were some which walked among you disorderly, working not at all, but as a busybody, not them, amen. Now them that are, sh- are, sh- are sure of the company, amen, be such company, should I say, amen. We exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that, that with quietness they work and eat their own bread, amen. So uh, we, had, we had some people there that was uh, trying to take over and uh, they wasn't, they just was, doing full-time living off the church, so to speak, and uh, trying to draw away people from the Apostle Paul. And so Paul Paul wrote from, you can just read in verse 11 and 12, the problem. And then Paul wrote, don't don't get weary in your well-doing. And here's the way that we go about handling these things. Paul longed to see these folks if you go back, is there my first reading there? Even find a brethren, pray for us, Amen, Amen. And he was he was desiring to know how the church was when he couldn't see it, when he couldn't be there with them, and so forth. And I think it fits somewhat with our situation, Amen. Even now here in in Dothan, but I'm telling you. Amen. I do believe, and I do believe that the Lord is going to preserve the church. And when we come back together, we're going to come back, amen, on fire for the Lord. Amen. Expecting, amen, a revival. We're due for revival. And uh, I, I do think that sometimes, amen, God takes circumstances and turns them into a blessing. Now, I, I do, I know we've repeated this probably two or three times in the last all months or year, that uh, Joseph, those, no one can read the story of the life of Joseph and see the silvery lining, see that, what the end results of all that he went through. But God took every situation 
and he can make it turn into a blessing. He can turn it into the things that he uh, wants to do and desires to do if we would be submissive to him. Joseph kept the faith through it all. And Joseph didn't know until on the last. Amen. When he see his brethren and he know then that God had everything worked out and he was working it out. Amen. For his own purpose and divine will. And I, I can take you, I believe that many times, amen, God is working. And then I would get that little song. I wanted to sing it if I could at the end of my thought. Amen. When we don't see him, he's working. When we can't feel him sometimes, he's still working. Amen. And we've, we've got to recognize the fact that God's hand is in a lot of things. Not that he purposed it that way, but his hand is in it to work out some things. Amen. For you and I and the church. Amen. Praise God. Romans chapter 1 and verse 11 talks to us. Paul was writing to the Roman church, and he, he, he said, I long to see you. Uh, I, I'm really concerned about the churches that he, had, and that, he is, that he had preached at and that some even in Rome he had never been to. I, I, I just love to see all you folk. Praise God. Amen. To share some of the things that God was blessing him with. And maybe I can share some things today, amen, with you and I as we would be together, amen, in, in, not in bodies, but God in, in spirit as well as in, amen, the electronic world. But God, amen, is, can take the situations that we are facing and he can turn them into a blessing and a purpose. Praise God. Always believe that God's, we, we can't look at the political system sometimes. We can look, amen, at the Bible and the word of God and the spirit, amen, and, and recognize, amen, how God is, is, is working out situations for us all. Amen. Praise God. If I was to try to draw an outline of my lesson today or ministry today, uh, I, I would, in my sermon, I, I, would, I would try to boost, amen, our, our uh, desire and hunger for God to, amen, give us directions of life, amen, through all of this, amen. We're not trying to buck the system. We're just trying our best to say, God, amen, give us direction, amen, through it all. I've never seen a situation like this. I know uh, my hair is gray and some of it is, the rest of it is gone, but uh, I've never been in a situation like this. I've never lived long enough to to know of any experiences that I could even compare this with, amen, that we are having today. And we're just, amen, seeking and desiring to know the will of God and the direction of God in in this, amen. Uh, Our our lives have been altered, amen. And I would doubtless say to us today that our lives have been changed forever. It'll never be the same as it was, amen. We may get back together, but something's going to be missing, uh, especially those handshakes and those back hugs that we have, at, amen, as brothers and sisters in the Lord. But uh, we, will, we will never, there'll be just something missing. But I pray to God today that the spirit that we have and the feeling that we have when we walk in the doors will always be the same. Praise God. Amen. I pray, amen, myself as Paul was praying for the church in Thessalonica, amen, that, uh, that we'll be able to meet together and, 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 and feel the same power and spirit 
and maybe God will just, we just, we just believe that God's going to give us souls from this. Amen. Amen. For all things work together for good to them who love God. Amen. And call to his purpose. Amen. Praise God. So uh, I'm, I'm just preaching encouragement to us all today. Amen. Then we got to look up. Amen. And believe that God is still in control. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And uh, I, I want to challenge you, challenge each one of us. Amen. Just to not be weary in well-doing. Amen. Uh, God, has, God has things under control. Amen. Hallelujah. We have a, an opposing world. Amen. And it's, the opposing world has been opened up to us through the electronic means. Amen. And not, I'm not, not referring to what you're seeing today, but uh, your cell phones that you have, it's, it's, it's electronic apart. Amen. This world today that we have that at our fingertips, at our, our cell phone, just it, it's, it's there for us to uh, browse around and look and, and, and so forth. And uh, I think sometimes the devil is doing his best to try to attract the church, amen, away from the things that God has purpose and plans. I'm, I'm afraid that there is much talk, amen, and not, not enough walk with the Lord today, amen, that we're, and of course, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm do not, I do not have any, anything on my phone that gets me, makes me, uh, except talking with people, uh, but uh, there is a, there is a lot of talking going around that uh, sometimes is not what we would call spiritually encouraging and spiritually challenging to us, amen, is, but we, we've got to recognize the world is trying to Attacked and to uh, trying to pull at our attention and our times and our prayer time and so forth. Praise God. Uh, if we just read, amen, some more parts of this third chapter of Thessalonica and of Thessalonians, and we will find some of the things that were on Paul's mind. He's, like I said a while ago, he's, he's about to conclude his last letter to them just a few more verses and it'll be over. But I would like to pick up where I stepped left off reading in the first three verses of, uh, of Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians chapter three and read verse four. It says, we have confidence in the Lord touching you that ye both do and will do the things which we command you. And that's a word command there, amen. That is very... Uh, attractive. I looked up that word command and seen how many times that Paul had, had written that word, amen, in his epistles. And uh, here's, here's the story, you know, amen, Second, Second Timothy chapter 4 and verses through 6, amen, he said like this, and the Lord directs your hearts into the love of God and into the patience waiting for Christ how we commanded you two times he 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 wrote to those church and he was commanding them amen and we commanded you brethren in the name of the lord jesus christ that you withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he have you have received amen of us 
Amen. So Paul was saying, uh, I'm, I'm going to give some commandments here. Verse 3 or verse 4 uh, is a commandment. Verse 5 or 6 is a commandment. And if you will read down to verse 12, now them that are such, a, we command and exhort by the Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. Amen. So three times the but the Apostle Paul gives a commandment in this one last chapter that he writes to this church. And I just looked at the, the commentary, and I found out that uh, only five times did Paul write the word command. Amen. And that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 11, he said, In these things we command you to teach. Amen. To co- even to command people and to teach. I command you to do that. And you command the people and to teach them, amen, the things that Paul was writing. Only two times did he use command, commanded, amen, in his writings to all of his epistles. And that was in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 11. Work with your own hands as we commanded you. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 10 in this same chapter, amen, it says, and every, even when we were with you, we commanded you, amen, that if any would not work, they should not eat. And so uh, the third chapter of Thessalonians, amen, only one time outside of that did Paul write in any of his epistles, commandments. So I, I thought this is, this is very important to all of us because the things that he was instructions here and commanding, amen, and what it was, what he, what he really said, and I just, it summed it up right in verse number 13, amen. Don't get weary in your work for God. Don't get weary in your well-doing, amen. There's, there's a there's a struggle with all of us, I'm sure, amen, in the world that we live in financially, amen, it's, it, looks, it looks bleak, amen, in the political world, God only knows, but, uh, but I command you, amen, what Paul was saying, I command you uh, that you don't, you just keep on keeping on, praise God. That's what I would like to leave with each one of you today, praise God, hallelujah. Amen. Paul's actions speaks louder and clearer to us. Amen. When we read all of his epistles and know that all that Paul struggled, I don't have to, I don't have to read all of those passages of scripture, but Paul struggled through this life. He struggled wherever he was. It seemed that there was always the attack of the devil coming at, at him because, amen, of what he, what he stood for and what he preached. The devil's always going to be at your after you. Amen. Praise God. There was a guy by the name of Ralph Vining. Amen. He told a story of an old Hebrew saying, and he said it like this, God is more delighted in in adverbs than he is nouns. And what it really meant was his, he said, your action speaks louder than your words. Uh, uh, the adverb is where the action is, amen. And, and uh, we, we don't need to go weary in, in doing what we're doing for God, 
Amen. Now, there's voices of all kinds in the world today. I just read a voice this morning. Amen. I looked at just MSNBC News, and just as soon as it flashed up, there was a woman there that said, uh, basically, we need one world government. Amen. If we just had one world government, they could, they could take care of our situation. As if to say, amen. And that is exactly what the Bible says is going to be the damnation, amen, of the world. And uh, what we just, amen, really the political systems is not the answer to our situation. Amen. We pray for our government. We are trying to be obedient to our government. But I want you to know something. Our trust has got to be in God. Not only, not only to survive this world, but amen, that well-doing Amen. Praise God. Is, uh, is, I could reverse that and tell you, amen. Praise God. The only thing that God's going to say to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, if, you, uh, if you just, I just started reading and seeking uh, the um, answers to, um, and in fact, I looked up all the, the epistles that the Apostle Paul and if I, 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 I discovered, I, you know, I didn't say I discovered, I recognized, and, and, but this man brought it to my attention from Acts chapter 13 all the way to James, amen, every epistle and every writing to the churches uh, was from the pen of Apostle Paul. In this commentary that I was reading there, uh, said the, the, the book of Hebrews was also, amen, the Apostle Paul. So from Acts, the 13th chapter, all the way to James, amen, was the, the Apostle Paul's writings. And also five of those, or I believe it was six of those, were written from the prison cell. And he wrote from the prison cells encouraging words, encouragement. Amen. And uh, I could quote the scripture here from Thessalonians, which was not in prison. He was in Athens. He was just, just a few months later or a few months after the church was born. He was writing back to them because it was already, he didn't get to establish that church. Amen. So he wrote back to them. But he was writing encouragement, Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians and First and Second Timothy and Philemon were all written from the prison cells of Rome. And each one of those is trying to encourage and help and so forth the church in the in the problems and situations and circumstances that they were in. Most of those had needed instructions because he was getting word, amen, of, of complications in these churches and he was writing to help them. I, I, I would pray today that I mean, God would just help me, amen, to, uh, to talk to us uh, and encourage us, amen. I, I could quote myriads of other scriptures, amen, uh, in other chapters in the Bible that, that basically talks of encouragement in the, in the midst of a, a crooked and perverse generation. Praise God. Amen. We are, we are, uh, we're, we're not alone. And whatever we're having to go through right now, I think it's just a, a physical exercise. I guess I say physical, but a spiritual exercise for things that we're going to have to face in the future. I would not doubt. I was talking to Brother Harrelson just a few moments ago, and he was telling me, amen, that there's, there's, a, there's, there's some things that the preachers are thinking that, that uh, well, you know, 
we can still evangelize this way. It may be just the best thing for us. Uh, I, I will beg to differ with them. I think that we need each other's fellowship and strength, but it should not phase us in our determination. We have a mandate. Go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. And here is exactly, amen, the situation of the church in Thessalonica. They needed the instructions, amen, the apostle Paul. They became a great church, amen. But, but uh, we need, we, the church is the instructor. The church is, the, is where we get, amen, the, the word of God in our hearts. The church is where we get, amen, the strength of the spirit. The church is where we, amen, find, amen, directions and guidance, amen, through his word. And I, I, I believe today, praise God, that maybe I can say some things today that would tell us, look, amen, I believe that God's trying to talk to us. I believe that God's trying to awaken us. I tell you, God, and I, I say that I believe that God is trying to awaken the church for the things that we are having to, we're going to be facing in the future. This is just a foretaste. Now, this is, this is, this is me, and I believe it with all my heart. Amen. That there's, there's worse calamities for the church coming down the road. I told someone today that uh, I, uh, I would not doubt when all of this is over, the church will be condemned for something they did or did not do, whatever situation, amen. Some of the people in the churches, they didn't obey, amen, and they didn't, amen. And then, then others will say that the church just folded up when the government said this. Whatever, whatever situation it is, it's going to find, we're going to find out that the church, amen, is going to get, get focused, some of the, some of the talk against, against us. Amen. We've got to understand why, regardless of what the political systems, amen, is, that we got to don't become weary in well-doing. Amen. I, uh, I, got, a little, I got a little writing here that I, I, uh, Brother Harrelson really likes this, uh, this writer. He quotes it quite a bit. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I, I just got impressed with with uh, when when I was thinking about the Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul was back in the early church, you know, and then we go through and we do. I could, we could quote many martyrs, amen, throughout the history, but uh, there is one. There's one that's become very famous. In fact, this I've got a read, reading here. It says at one time, one time his writings were second only to the Bible, amen in popularity and in, uh, in people quoting and people following, amen, his, uh, uh, his, uh, his writings. And that is, amen, Pilgrim's Progress, amen, by J- John Bungin, amen. He, uh, he, he, was, he was able to take the situation that he was in, like the Apostle Paul did in the prison. He was able to take the situations that he was in and bless the world with something. And I will tell you something. God's word will always come out. Amen. Amen on top. Hallelujah. I'm expecting God to intervene in some way. Amen. Through all the situation that we'll find that his direction in our life. Amen. Don't get weary in well-doing. 
give you a little history as I see it, amen, to just to kind of share with you at the beginning, at the end of my sermon today. Uh, Christianity has always been the focus of Satan's attack. Always been the focus of Satan's attack. And, and, and Satan is always going to be attacking in this generation too. You can look for that. Amen. First, it was the political systems of Israel, the Jews. The Jews is the ones that killed Jesus. Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. You have crucified. Amen. And it was the political systems that's going to turn on the church. Amen. And so... Amen. The, the, the early church, they had to fight the system, and many of them died martyrs' deaths. Amen. By even the hands of the Apostle Paul before he was converted. And then, amen, uh, because of uh, the Roman Empire became powerful and the church uh, started spreading out from Jerusalem, and then the Roman Empire, amen, become the uh, attack, amen, of the Christian church, and they were killing the, the saints, throwing them to the lions and so forth. Uh, it Because of the idolatrous belief of them, they were, they believed that their emperor was, was a super, was supernaturally, or he was, he, he was, he was the voice of God. He was the law of God. Amen. And if you break this law or you, you don't follow, amen, and bow to him, you, you, you die. And so the uh, Roman empire became, the enemy of, of the church. And then at, that's, the, that's the political powers. Amen. And then the Roman Empire became a Christian empire. And soon after that, the Christian empire became the crucifier of and the killers of the good, true saints of God, even in that period of time. So it's always the superpowers, the power of control, amen, is, uh, is always the, the one that attacks the church. You can expect that. You can expect that. I'm saying this because I am standing here today in the most freedom-loving country, and freedom is one of the things that caused us to be where we are, amen. But my brothers and sisters, I forget now how many thousand, I just read this about a week or two ago, how many thousands of people die every year because they're Christian faith. But we have been blessed in America. And what I said at the very beginning almost of my sermon is this. I think that we'll never be the same after this. Somewhere, amen, the devil's trying to get in charge. Amen to our own country. And maybe, I don't know, amen. But then I recognize the fact that there was a breaking of the, uh, of the Roman uh, Empire. And I say that empire is the Roman Catholic Church. And then the Church of England built up the same philosophy as all these others. When they got into power, then there was, the, there was a Puritan, amen, that wanted to be worshiping God, amen, as they dictated their own conscience. And so they become persecuted, they become imprisoned, and that's where John Bungin was at. He was in the prison house because of the church. The devil can take any situations and endeavor to suppress the things that God wants to do. 
Amen. Thank God for America. But I tell you, brothers and sisters, we're facing, we're facing another generation. Amen. And there arose another Pharaoh that knew not Joseph. And Joseph and his people became persecuted in Egypt because of who they were, God's people. God's people will always be the attacks of Satan. And I think that, as I said, we are facing some things that we have never faced before. And we have been blessed by, through the years and centuries of freedoms of worship in America. But don't get weary in well-doing because we've got to learn how to exist. Paul, Paul wrote his epistles from the prison cell. John Bunyan wrote Pilgrim's Progress. And I think it, it's, there is so much in that. Brother Harrison quotes it quite often. But there's so much uh, spiritual strength to come from that and recognizing the fact of the, the attacks that, that will come against the church. Amen. And America's just, we've been just so blessed. But I tell you, I tell you, amen. We better be prepared for the tomorrows. Amen. The Lord's coming back. I hear the voices speaking. We need one world government. We need one world government. If we had one world government, amen, people would not be in the streets, amen, complaining, amen, open up the government, open up the government, open up our, our, our things. We, we, we don't want to be told what to do. Amen. And that voice, that voice is going to, amen, somehow, amen, bring some revolutions and change. And I don't know what we face tomorrow. But I do know the way it's going to fall, amen, turn out. Amen. And we, we as a church got to recognize the fact that we're going to be facing some things. And Paul will say again, don't get weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. I'd like to pray. Lord Jesus I do believe what I have been saying and preaching. I see, Lord, the storm clouds God are gathering. It looks like, amen, that the very prophecies of your word, God, is soon to come to pass. I have always believed, Lord, that I was going to live to see, amen, the, uh, the rapture of the church. I do know, Lord, that it's, it's close. But God, I do also know that all of these are the beginnings of sorrow. And these things, Lord, that we're facing today is just, God, a foretaste. So we must, God, don't get weary in what we're doing because we're going to reap one day. And I know your presence is here. I know, God, you're still working. And as I said, call go in the song I would love to sing. Amen. Praise God. I'd love to sing it. When I don't see him, he's working. When I really don't feel him, he's working. When I, amen, am going through my situations and circumstances, he's working. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're going through, 
Just believe and trust in God. He's still working. I do not know. I do not know what was going through Job's mind when he was struggling, except I do read his word that he's written, written down. And he was struggling. But you know what? Through it all, God's hand was there. Hallelujah. And I, I, I do know that you know, everything come out all right. Amen. In the, in the blessings of Job's life. And God's going to see you through. If you keep holding to his hand. And don't get weary in well doing. In Jesus name. Lord bless you.